0: Like like, alright, alright, alright You're all welcome To youth Church today Um, How many of you got My email yesterday? Show by hand if you Didn't get any email If you didn't get any email from me Or you The thirsty donkey yeah, yeah, the Thirsty Donkey How many of you read my email? Wait, what email? Wait. The Thirsty Donkey, thirsty donkey. What? When was it yesterday? You were confused at first Yeah, that was yesterday oh, yeah. I see it. You see it You need a pen Alright So How many of us have emails? You have emails. Show by hand. Jaden and Judah, I am talking. And I need to see your face. How many of us have emails, please? So you all have, Zoni, you have email? Okay. And you didn't get an email from me. Show by hand. Did you got my email? Um, yeah. what the, email? The, thirsty the Thirsty Donkey Now, if you didn't get the email Please see me after service Use what? You should see that, you should see that one too then The Thirsty Donkey all right. I want to make sure you get the emails because important announcements will be coming through. I don't want you to miss, okay? We're starting a new series today on the art of hearing. The art of hearing. How to be in the perfect will of god every time we start a new series what do i say Huh? nick what do i say you don't want to miss it and then what else it's not going to be long it's not going to be long (laughs) and then what else do i also say that this is the most important series that i have done i don't usually say that I do. Well, I'm going to say the same for this one. This is the most important. The most important. This one, if you if you're able to get this, huh? For your whole life. Gabriel, how are you? I'm good. All right, I need you to focus i don't want to see you doing anything on your phone please we will be out of here by latest by twelve we'll be out of here so please give me your attention we won't be here for even an hour not even an hour okay so tell your phone don't distract me you put it upside down Wait, on silence you don't need it because all the scriptures will be on the screen. The only, only thing that you can I will allow you is if you are taking notes on your phone. Which, if you are, and I come around and I see that you are not taking notes by doing something else, it will attract my comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright The art of hearing Let's pray guys Let's pray I need you all to be here Okay You, didn't, you could have slept you know You could have slept on your bed you'll be, By now you will be turning the other angle With your head on the Other side of the bed and your leg On the other side right And snoring you could have done that I wouldn't be bothering you Right, But you woke up and you've come here Be here For just the hour Make the most of the time that you have come You didn't sleep, you are here Some chairs are empty, some people didn't come They are sleeping Let them sleep If you are here, pay attention Don't be here and not be here You might as well stay home Do you get it? Don't waste your time, time is short So if you are here, be here Learn something, hear from God and let the one who slept and is whatever do whatever let's pray dear holy spirit we have come to hear from you please speak to us let your word come forth in power open our hearts to hear as though jesus was speaking to us because in fact jesus you are here and you are speaking to us speak in a way that we will understand let your word forcefully enter our hearts that our whole lives will be transformed in jesus name we pray amen Amen. the art of hearing thank you very much the art of hearing. Not many people hear when they listen. Do you understand what I just said? Yes. Not many people hear when they listen. Listening is not the same as hearing. You can listen to God, but not hear God. Now, it could well be semantics. Whatever I'm just saying could be semantics, but I need to qualify and clarify it because when the Bible talks about hearing, he's talking beyond listening. He's talking about listening understanding what you have listened to hearing what is being communicated to you and knowing what you ought to do from what you have heard so when we say we are doing a series called the art that's why it's an art you know an art is something it's a skill an art is a skill and a skill is something you develop it's not like It's just there. No, no. You develop. For instance, if I want to learn how to play the piano, it's a skill. I don't just wake up and know how to play the piano like Vince. You know how Vince plays the piano? He's learned it over many years. And hearing from God is a skill that you need to develop over many years. If you don't actively develop that scale of hearing God's voice. It was better for you not to have been born. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you. That's why I said this is the most important series that I'm doing with you. The difference between two people in their eternal destiny you know eternal what's the eternal destiny of all people yes uh, heaven, or hell. heaven or hell there's two it's just two places no confusion heaven or hell there's no in between like hanging in the skies no 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 <laughs> it's heaven or hell eternal destiny of all people the difference between two people in their eternal destiny is this one Who has developed the art of hearing which is more than listening because those who get on the other side in hell it's not that they never heard God speak they heard but they never developed that full art of truly hearing because if you truly hear God speaking to you eh, you will obey So, the subtitle is how to be in the perfect will of God. Everybody who was born, who is alive, that you know, including yourself, God has a purpose for you. Like, it's not like a general purpose for everybody. No, no, no. Something specific for you with your name on it. Like Japheth, Ousu. This is... My purpose for this boy is there. God has a specific purpose for you with your name on it. Unique. I mean unique. Look at your finger, your fingerprint, eh? your, your whatever. There is nobody on earth who has that one. Nobody. This one is only you. The whole billions of people on earth. You are the only person with this. Now, you want to tell me the God who, who was so meticulous. You know what meticulous means? The last time I told you guys. Meticulous means extra careful, very detailed, paying attention. That's meticulous. God takes his time. He took his time to make you. So much so that your fingerprint. there is nobody on earth who has the same thing. Man, now you want to tell me the one who took his time to do this, he didn't have enough time to draw a plan for your life. You are joking. Come on. He has a plan just for you, Isaac, with your name on it. It's called the perfect will of God for you. Everything about you is in that plan. Now, the thing that makes it serious is that God anything outside of God is not perfect. So there are two there are two things a person can find one of two you can find yourself in. Either you are in the perfect will of God or you are the, you are in the imperfect will of God. It's anybody's life you can think of you can even imagine your parents and ask yourself <laughs> which will which will are they in right now which one is either is perfect will or imperfect will of God now how do you know what is God's will for my life how do you know that what did God have in mind when he was making me what was God thinking when he was forming me in my mother's womb. You know God formed you. Bible would say, I formed you in your mother's womb. He said, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Right? And Bible says, even before you were born, all your days, the days that you will live on earth, were all appointed for you. They were all written in God's book. In Psalm 139. If you're if you, if you interested, you can read it when you go home. Psalm 139 god planned everything about your life genevieve everything and the question that i'm asking you is how do you know what god's will is for your life so this series we'll be looking at that it's a very i can teach this for maybe two months three months but i won't do it because i can only touch on it and then the rest of it is for you to go and study like how your teachers do in school right just introduce the topic then it's for you to go and study and know God so the art of hearing how to be in the perfect will of God today we are looking at the perfect will and the imperfect will of God so I'll just go through just few scriptures to show you examples of how people found themselves in the perfect or the imperfect will of God for their lives. In Romans chapter 12, verse two. Nick, can you read it for me? Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his, go- will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Amen. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. The world has a pattern a way of doing things, an expectation. The world has a certain expectation for how your life should turn out, right? There is a certain arrangement in the systems of this world of how young people like you should turn out. You you don't have to do anything. There, There shouldn't be no effort on your part. You just have to follow the course of the world and flow with how things are being done you will find out that your life will end up in a certain way, which will not be God's way. It's called the pattern of this world. You know what pattern is, right? You know when they make biscuits or cakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) How should I say it? Hey, Nana. Cookies. Cookies. I should say cookies. Okay. (laughs) All right. So when they make cookies, Lorna, I should say cookies, right? Yeah, no. Okay, when they make cookies or cake, <laughs> right? They pour, they pour the what? Who knows how to make cakes? Who, 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 who's, who's made cakes here? Box, <laughs> okay, queen has made cakes. So what do they pour into the container? Is it the flour, right? So they have a container that has a certain shape. Now, can you imagine with me, That you're making cake, you pour it into this container, which is a pentagon. Pentagon shape, right? How many sides has a pentagon? How many sides has a hexagon? How many sides has a heptagon? Seven. How many sides has a dodecagon? Twelve. 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 Okay, so we're doing some geometry here. All right. So, imagine we're pouring the flour into a pentagon container. Now the thing is put into the oven, and you pull it out of the oven. What shape should the cake have? Pentagon. A pentagon, because you put it into a pentagon container. Right. So it should have a Pentagon shape, right? Mm-hmm. Now, will you be surprised when you take it out of the oven and instead of having a pentagon shape, it has a nonagon? Mm-hmm. Will you be surprised?: yes. You're right. Because when you are poured into a certain container, your pattern is already defined. And the pattern of this world, are you listening? The pattern of this world has already defined what you will become if you follow it. If you follow it, you will become something other than what God's perfect will is. Period. Whatever shape or form it is. And he's telling us in this scripture, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve. Test and approve. That's that's what I do in all my work. You test and approve. You test the drug. Does it meet the specifications? Yes. Approve. You test the drug. Does it meet the specifications? No. Reject. You test and approve what God's will is. So when I'm talking about the art of hearing, we're talking about the art of testing and approving. Right? Why must you learn the skill of testing and approving to hear from God? Because... In this world, there are many things that will come to you to want to direct your life. To want to show you how you should go and live your life. Many things. There are many, many things that will try to shape your life. But you have to develop the skill of testing and approving. This thing that is trying to direct or dictate what I should do with my life, is this God's voice? Or is this another voice? Is this God's will? Or is this something else? You have to test. Once you test it, and you realize, oh yes, this meets the specifications, then approve. Then you follow it. Because however you end up in life is a series of choices. It's a series of choices. Life is simply a series of choices. The one who finds themselves in the perfect will of God is the one who has learned how to know to compare everything against God's specifications and say, yeah, this is God's will for my life. I'm going to follow it. Okay? So in 1 Samuel chapter 8, we see the story of the nation of Israel. God had a plan for Israel. Now, Isaac, read for me in this story, chapter 8, verse 4 to 7. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, you, you are old, and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint a kin to lead us, such as all the other nations have. But when they said, Give us a kin to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord told him, Listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you who... Uh, it is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as they can. Amen. So I'll tell you the story here. The nation of Israel, remember, they were previously in Egypt, right, as slaves. And God sent Moses who brought them into their own land. So God was their leader. God was their king, so to speak. They were there. They looked at the nations around them, and they were like, um... Come on, we also want to have a, our own king like the other nations. We, don't, we need to be like the other nations. And so they went to Samuel. Is it too hot in here? Yes. No. No. Can you please, um, Nathan, go and turn it down, please? Five minutes it's too cold. Five. So, what was I saying? They well, we want to have a, king the one who have a king like the other nations. Mm-hmm. And so they went to Samuel, the prophet, and said to Samuel, Can you appoint us a king? Like the other nations. Is it wrong? I mean, requesting for a king, is that sin? No. Right? I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not like going to kill somebody. It's not like adultery or like doing some bad thing. It's just requesting for a king. Why? To be like other nations. You know? But what they didn't know was that they were stepping outside of God's perfect will. God's perfect will for Israel was not that they will become like other nations. His perfect will was that they will be a unique nation. His own nation. That he was their king. So that they don't have other kings like the other nations. That was his perfect will for their lives. So the lesson I want you to see in this scripture is that, in fact, God does have a perfect will for you. Even though you may not know it, Aaron, you may not know it, but the truth is, God has a perfect will for you in that perfect will includes what he wants you to study in school. God has a perfect will for what he wants you to study in school. And he has a perfect will for who you should marry. God has a perfect will for who you should get. Married to has a perfect will for the career that you should get into. Do you think it will be very good to know it? Yes. Now, the challenge here is God rarely will walk up to you and say, Isaac, Isaac, my son, please apply to this course and go to this university. And you see this girl with the blonde hair marry her. God doesn't do that. He rarely, rarely, very rarely does that. What does He do? He expects you to train yourself to hear His voice. Quiet voice, gentle voice, guiding your life, directing your life. The challenge is a lot of people don't have that discipline to learn the art of hearing God. So we just go through and then we try to copy people like these people were doing. Um, what program did you apply? Oh, um, engineering. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, maybe I think I can do that one too. You know? What you have just done, you have directed your life with the voice of your friend, not the voice of God. And your friend had no idea what God had in mind when God was making you. You know, there is something that God has put inside of you for this world that you are the best person to do it. And if you don't do it, you fail the world. Not only will you fail the world, but you failed yourself because you end up doing something that God didn't cut you out for. And so you will struggle in it. And you can never beat other people who were cut out to do what they are doing. You'll you'll never beat them in doing that. That is why when I was your age, one of my number one prayers was, God, let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in my life. So they went to Samuel and said, give us a king. You know? And Samuel knew. Because Samuel was close to God. He had learned to hear God's voice. So the moment they said that, Bible says Samuel was sad in his heart because he knew that this was not what God had in mind for them. So he was weeping and crying and when he was praying to God, God, this is what the people have come to ask of me and was crying. And God came to Samuel and said to Samuel, Samuel, no, no, don't cry. Don't cry. It's not you they have rejected. It's me. They have rejected me from being their king. I mean, something as simple as requesting for a king could actually be a rejection of God because the people didn't pay attention to hear God's voice. Look at Psalm 106, verse 13 to 15. Judah, can you read for me? But they soon forgot what he had done and did not wait for his plans to unfold. In the desert they gave in to their craving. In the wilderness they put God to the test. So he gave them what they asked for, but sent out wasting disease among them amen that's one of the scary scriptures i pray will never happen to any one of you he says this is describing the israelites and he says they soon forgot what he had done and did not wait for what his plan to unfold his plan god has a plan for you and they did not wait as in be patient for God's plan to unfold because that is part of the skill of he learning to hear from God. Patience is part of that, developing that skill. You're not patient, you're, you are a fast food drive through kind of Christian. God, tell me something right now, and I need to hear it now. <laughs> you hear from God. God is not under our instructions, we are under his instructions. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? God is not our servant. We are his servants. So they did not wait for his plan to unfold. In the desert, they gave in to their cravings. So let me tell you the story here. Remember when the Israelites were in the wilderness and there was no food? um, They were complaining to Moses that we don't have meat. We've been eating this manna. God gave them manna from heaven. They were eating manna. They were complaining to God, we've ate manna, manna, manna. Only manna. We we have, we have missed the meats, the chicken nuggets. Jaden, <laughs> right? They missed the chicken nuggets and the which ones? The biscuits. <laughs> the biscuits, yeah, the biscuits, <laughs> right? And so they asked God. They asked Moses, "Give us meats." And Moses was like, come on, you guys, you're unreasonable. Where can I get meat for all of you in this wilderness? And God told Moses, listen, God said to Moses, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Go and tell them tomorrow, I'll give them meat to eat. And they will have so much. Are you guys listening? They will have so much to eat that the meat they will eat will be even coming out of their ears and their nose. That was, that was. God was being, I, I don't know what to whether sarcastic or something, but he was trying to say that whatever they have asked, he will give it to them to, the, to an extent that is going to destroy them. We're talking about the art of hearing and how to be in the perfect will of God. Are, are, you, are you listening? They asked for something from God and God gave it to them. But God giving it to them was not his will for them. Isn't, doesn't that surprise you? Why would God give it to them if it was not his will for them? Because so they kept on begging. Because they kept on what? Begging. begging. Because they kept on begging. Even though it was not his will. They kept on begging, murmuring, complaining. Because, okay, okay, okay. If you want it, you can have it. Right? Okay, 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 if you want it, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. But meanwhile, it is not his perfect will for them. So they asked for meat, and God gave them what they asked for, but sent a wasting disease among them. If you read another version, it actually says he sent leanness. He sent leanness into their soul. So leanness into their soul. Are you paying attention? he sent leaners into their soul refers to they got what they want physically but spiritually they were disconnected from God and that's one of the things that is very sad to see happen to the people of this generation where they have everything physically they have a job, they have a car they have a house, they have a family but they don't have God it's, it's a tragedy. You have everything. Give them what they asked for, but sent a wasting disease in their soul. It, it, and it only happens when you move outside of God's will for your life. Let's look at this next scripture in Mark chapter 10, verse 2 to 9. Jonathan, can you see? Some Pharisees came and test, tested them by asking, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied, he said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and sent her away. It was because your hearts were hard as Moses wrote to you by this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother to be united with his wife and the two become one flesh so they no longer two but one flesh therefore what god has joined them together let no one separate them. Amen. amen now how many of you have heard this scripture before okay so the pharisees you, you know god hates divorce the bible says god hates divorce but in the law of moses There is an an allowance made for divorce to happen in the law of Moses, right, in the Old Testament. There's an allowance made, even though God hates divorce. Why? How is it that this God, who doesn't like divorce, still makes provision for it in his law? If you are able to catch this, you will understand everything I'm talking about today. Because today, my whole goal is for you to know the difference between the perfect will and the imperfect will of God. God's perfect will is that marriage stays forever and is only dissolved by death. That's God's perfect will. Now, the people in Moses' time, they were hardened in their hearts. They would never allow God to rule their lives. They wanted to be their own boss. Now, anytime you want to be your own boss, you run into trouble, right? Anytime you want to be your own master, as in I dictate my own life, I call what I want, I make everything happen in my own life, what I want, it's what I want that I do. Like, you are your own master. So Jesus is not your master and Lord. Anytime anytime your life is like that, you run into problems like divorce and issues, right? So that was happening, and so the people, they were bumping heads in their marriage, and uh, Moses wasn't allowing them to have divorce because God hated divorce. So they kept pestering Moses, no, we, I can't go on. And so Moses went to God, that these people, are keep, they keep bothering me about they can't stay in their marriage, and yada, yada, yada. And God said to Moses, fine, you can allow them to have divorce. So God allowed them to have the divorce, but it was not his will. Do you get it? It was not his perfect will for them. And so when Jesus was on the scene, the, the Pharisees came to Jesus and said to Jesus, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? As in, does God okay it? God approves it for a man to divorce, divorce his wife. And Jesus, who is God, said to them, well, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce as in allow a man to divorce his wife for any reason because their hearts were hardened but in the beginning as in God's original plan and original will and purpose for marriage God didn't intend it to end in divorce so the, the, this is the difference between the perfect and the imperfect will of God the perfect will of God is what God absolutely wants for you no taint, no adjustment, no correction. Like, perfect. This is fully God's plan for you, Nick. No adjustment made. But if, if we don't align with God, we don't align with God's plan and what God wants to do in our lives, and we, we want our own way and our own things and we interfere with what God wants, you know what God does? He allows... Okay, if you want it, you can have it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. You know why? Because God never imposes himself on us. No, 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 no. no. He never does that. It's, it's Satan that does that. But God, he allows you to have your free will. That's how come some people are not here. I mean, you think God cannot just do this, And they will be here against their own will. They will. They will. God can just, even just think, and the whole world will be bowing down and worshipping him. Why won't he do that? Because he will never force people against their own will. So even you as a child of God, even though he has a perfect will, which his desire is that what he wants for you is what will happen. That's his desire. But because we like to hear other voices and listen to other things, what ends up happening is that we find ourselves often outside God's perfect will. And that is where we go through pain and tears and regrets and struggles. Do you know why? Okay, let me ask you this question. Do you know... That God's perfect will is for all human beings to be in heaven. Do you know that? He's perfect. He wants everybody to be in heaven. That's his perfect will. Now, do you know that not everybody will be in heaven? And you know why? It is because just like people chose, people will choose. God, yeah, we know this is your perfect, but we don't want it. We rather want this. And he will say, okay. People will choose against God's will. And I'm asking you a question as I bring this to a close. What will you choose? What will you choose? God's will or your own will? God's will or your own will? Next week, I'll be taking you through at least 10 to 12 different voices that speak to us every day. Different voices. Which of them? How do you test and approve? This one is God. This one is not God. How do you know? Hmm? Next week, we'll do that. And then the following week, i have somebody come And talk to us about how you can know when God is speaking to you. Okay? If the God that I am serving does not force himself on us, I will not force this series on you, I will not push it down your throat. If you are interested, come. I only beg that when you do come, you are here. If you don't want to be here, you can extend your sleep and sleep in on bed. Okay? All I will do is pray for you. So that, you know why I will pray for you? I will pray for you so that when I go to heaven, God will not ask me about you. When God asks me, I will tell him, I did my best. I talked to them I prayed for them I told them about heaven I told them about hell I told them about having a personal relationship with you I told them that they are coming to church that will not save them but they are knowing you will save them I told them right then my hands will be clean and then God will say hey this is your mansion go and then I'll go and relax so next week Sunday 12 different voices that speak to us then the following week how you can know when god is speaking to you and then i'll wrap it up in a final session if you learn this skill i will not lie to you even me right now like right now i'm going through a phase of my life where i need to hear god's voice for my next move my next direction you know, so I've been praying, and I just I told you guys yesterday I heard God's voice. Amazing, beautiful. I mean, there is nothing like knowing when God speaks to you to do something. Okay, and why must you expect that to happen? Because God has a plan for you. So if you are going through life that you have to figure it all out your, all out by yourself, you have already missed it. You have to go to the person who made you. say hey what did you have in mind for my next move there's no way you will hear his voice if you don't get into the discipline of learning to hear his voice Jesus said my sheep know my voice another's voice